I haven't seen you since the plague. walked in on me alone in my room and i was watching euphoria i would honestly rather them like see me watching porn do you know what i I would honestly rather really why i don't know (laughs) there's just something (laughs) i because and maybe the show is completely different than like what people generally speak about it as but like there's a lot of really intense topics but i think also i mean this is just also my lens like as far as trans representation goes the show like barriers major barriers and like okay presented stuff in a very different way but i mean you know there it's really heavy topics and that's not everyone's cup of all the time yeah it's not like it's not like i never watch anything with sex or drugs we all know that's untrue i love sex i love drugs but like yeah i yeah, don't really and, and hey you know i'm the guy who's like come on put more sexuality back in things but like I mean, it's just the way they advertise that show as like they advertise it the same way they advertised fucking skins. Do you remember skins? Yes, I do remember skins. I didn't watch it that much, but I do remember. I didn't skins. watch it. I didn't watch it either. Either version, but like you know, right. the whole thing about skins was it was fucking racy and salacious, right. and like that's how they advertise Euphoria. And I'm like, this I'm gonna get put on a watch list. <laughs> If I watch this, I'm gonna go to jail if I put this show on HBO Max. No, it's they, they talk about a lot of deeply traumatic issues on Victoria. It's not as much about like yeah, scandal and this is all fun. It's very heavy. Okay, because like if I want to watch teens behaving badly, there's plenty like Gossip of Girl is right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Gossip Girl is also on HBO Max. And every actor on Gossip Girl was 30 fucking years old, so I don't have to feel like a creep. You know what I mean? Like, if I want to watch some nasty, rich teens, I will choose the Manhattan teens of Gossip Girl (laughs) over the Euphoria teens uh, uh, any day of the week. Not that new woke Gossip Girl. I like trashy Gossip Girl. I like like that nasty Gossip Girl. (laughs) That's what I like. That's the show that I like. I have not seen it either iteration oh i you might get a kick out of it i don't know if you i mean obviously it's not as wild as like fucking riverdale which i know you uh uh, partake in some riverdale i have i i would not say that i have enjoyed riverdale but how i consumed (laughs) a a, a ostensibly large amount of it yes yeah so like don't you like riverdale though (laughs) Um, (laughs) if you watch that much riverdale don't you kind of like riverdale i like it but i do enjoy it you know what i mean 
Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I do. I do kind of understand the distinction, but I think sometimes, you know, we like to draw these lines between like good, bad, enjoy. I will never describe like, Riverdale as bad. Respect. I will also never describe Riverdale as good. <laughs> Riverdale <laughs> defies such adjectives. Riverdale <laughs> lives beyond the boundaries of those words. You cannot you cannot come after Riverdale. TV show. No, it's yeah, absolutely. It is what it is. And, you watch it. and there's. You you it's you see the same dumb debate about Riverdale over and over again, and it's honestly like the same thing that people do with like M Night Shyamalan. Weirdly enough, mm. where they're where they like dismissively go like, do they realize that what they're doing is weird and crazy? And it's like, of course, everyone knows. Everyone making the oh show is it's aware. A comic book. They're not doing it. On accident. They do <laughs> musical know episodes. They know they what do they're musical doing. Episodes. They know what's they happening. They're aware. They're aware that they make the the fucking crazy show. That they know that that's what that's they do. That's their gig. They know it. And they they lean into it. And they're they're perfectly good at it. Respect them enough that like they they know <laughs> that that's what they're doing. Uh, and that's you and they seem to be me, doing so, great. I watched Riverdale. I watched like one episode, two episodes, mm-hmm. um, because a friend of mine was obsessed with it. And I was, I watched an episode, and I went, "Oh no, this sweet, delicious garbage will rot my teeth. I cannot possibly partake." And I didn't watch anymore. Too rich for me. Too rich for me. Eventually, at some point, I I bit the bullet and I said, "Yeah, but it, it it'll be fun and it'll kill time. So let me do it." And I watched it. And I got pretty, I got a decent amount. I got a couple seasons in, and then I fell off again. I was like, I just, this is so much for me. This is absolutely insane. It's so intense. Um, and so I moved on to other absolutely insane TV shows like The Magicians. But eventually, oh, Sabrina the T, uh, Sabrina came back. The Netflix Sabrina came on, mm-hmm. and I went. They're going to do a crossover with Riverdale. Like, it was so obvious. The aesthetics were similar. 100%. They're the same. They come universe. from the same comic universe, exactly. Right. And I went, they're going to do it, even though it's like CW and uh, Netflix. And so, that, so sure enough, and they did eventually do the crossover. They did it pretty recently, I believe. Um, but that's when I went back to. Um, to Riverdale. And interestingly, you the thing that got me that? into Sabrina was the fact that Lachlan uh, Watson was in it, who, you know, is a trans queer actor that had an active role in defining that the way that they handled Leo in Sabrina. And that's what got me into Sabrina. So then I was like, oh, I'll go back to Riverdale. And then I went and I watched basically, and then I got up to date with it. Uh, and then, and then I fell behind on all of it because that's just going to happen. That's yeah. just the way it be. Right, it's like it's part of it's part of the advantage of having a podcast that forces you to watch certain shows. You know, it's like I'm sticking with it, Baron through the Witcher. You know what I mean? Like, can I tell you? I've been I've been sitting in suspense of the the brackets we're going to be doing. Yes, Um, and very exciting stuff. What I want to watch right now, and I find myself going or watch in like several months when we would actually get to do what wins the bracket. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, well, what do I want to watch? And I'm finding myself, I'm going in, the, because another friend of mine is now tweeting about it constantly because they're doing a rewatch of Lost. And I'm like, I already know that Kevin's going to put Lost on. on I'm, it might not be on my bracket. 
If it's and not it's on your bracket, that's actually probably a good thing because then I'll actually watch it. It's something I desperately want to... I, I will do a podcast about Lost. I don't know if right now and this podcast is the right. is the exact right show. way to do it it's so it's like it's six seasons there's more episodes than there were of community um right they're it's the episode they're they're yeah it's like an hour-long show as opposed to a 30-minute show like mm-hmm. community it was still on network so it's not like cable or the witcher where it's like a full 60 minute hour you know it's like a 42 minute hour but right sometimes the finales are like three episodes you know it's like they did three episodes as one big episode right Mm -hmm. um so you know i just don't i just uh, we just got done with community not long ago at all i don't know if i'm ready (laughs) to to bear down in on another really lengthy embarkation like covering lost um but it's definitely on my i was fucking around with my my bracketology at work where i was like listing out different things that i thought was possible and lost is on the possibility but man it's just it's so big it's huge it's it's so big lost is big that island big island big island island. not that big actually (laughs) relatively small island a big, know. big show. A lot of secrets, a lot of mysteries. But Lost, good show, you know, if we ever get around to it on this podcast. Or if you watch it independently of a podcast, which you are allowed to do. I'm thinking about but it. But would you commit to watching all six seasons of Lost if you did not have hashtag content to make? I don't know. Maybe. I love a good puzzly mystery type thing. Big puzzly mystery. Right. Big puzzly mystery. Was, like, legendary for, like... Because that was coming along at, like the very early stages of online fan culture where like people could gather on mass to discuss things and mm-hmm. lost just became this huge fucking meeting ground at the beginning, not the beginning of the internet, obviously, cause it was 2004, but like really where these things mm-hmm. were starting to take shape and online fandom and, and, and discussing theories and things like that. It was gigantic. And it was also just like a big hit show at the same mm-hmm. time. It changed yeah. television. It was a sea change show that, like, TV before Lost and TV after Lost are very different. It's uh, similar to, like, how different video games were after Bioshock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, not that I think Bioshock is this, like, be-all, end-all um, <clears throat> video I mean, game, game, but, like, the yeah. the plot twist that it, it, that it uh, employed and the implications that it had... And the way that people, like, since then have tried to replicate that moment. Um, like, I don't know. It's like the M. Night Shyamalan fucking effect in the in right? the late 90s. Like, all of a sudden, twists were big. And now everyone's like, well, where's the twist when they start a movie? Um, hmm. And it's been, everyone's trying to solve the movie before, right, <laughs> before they even know right. like, what it's the movie's about. It's been both a benefit and a huge detriment, I think, to creators that have been like, no, I just want this movie to be straightforward. I mean, I love Chef. It's one of my favorite movies. Sure. Um, What's the twist in Chef? And the whole time I'm like, when's this going to break bad? And then it <laughs> never does. And you're like, that's oh, really yeah, like. that's right. This movie's just fun. <laughs> I forgot that things can just be a thing instead mm-hmm. of being a thing with another thing shoved up its ass. <laughs> right. Chef breaks bad. My community. Chef breaks bad in a, like, very, like, 
late 80s early 90s kind of film way where like the the chef breaks bad because like the kid gets mad at his dad and that's like the big that's the big thing that's the big bad he's like like, dad you're not paying enough attention to me and it's like wow these stakes are so low (laughs) the kid doesn't like steal the fucking taco truck or anything like it's it's really like very low key there's a moment where they're driving at night where Hector's driving at night and he looks tired and I was like oh no Oh no! Gonna get in an accident, and then he stuffs Uh-oh. cornstarch down his pants, and I was like, "This scene might be my favorite of the fucking movie." <laughs> it has nothing to do with like the fear he's I just, had, because he's, he's just getting that rat chapped. Yeah, it's just chapped. Yeah, and he's then, got fucking. And he's then, road chapped. Yeah, and then moments later, they're like, "The best thing is in the morning, you can dunk your your balls in some oil and get make hush puppies." It's great. Hey. The whole time I'm worried, oh my but it's God. like. Uh, that's just movies have trained us right that you're about to see like anchorman 2 you know like it's about to go really bad uh and then it just doesn't it just he's they're fine spoilers for um, chef everybody's fine yeah spoilers for (laughs) chef that movie doesn't really have any issues there's nothing really everyone's bad everyone's pretty chill yeah you know great Honestly, like maybe a little over chill, but like that's not that's not so bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like one of the few movies that when it's over, I'm like, am I gonna restart this? Am I gonna clear right my now? afternoon? Over chill sounds like a vaporwave death metal band. Over chill, vaporwave death metal. I need <laughs> to know what that sounds like. What that would even? It's like smooth, like synth, right? But like. Probably really screaming on top of oh, <laughs> right. oh, yeah. oh, Camelot. Have you guys ever heard of Camelot? Of course you haven't, because you're normal humans. Camelot the sounds musical? like this. No, there's a band called Camelot, not the musical. Oh, they okay. are a musical. Not band. the musical? The musical sounds nothing like that. No, yeah. no it does not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> the Quest for Camelot. We're all talking about the Quest for Camelot, the the animated film, right? Yes. Oh, that one. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Caleb, you can talk about what you wanted to talk about. No, that was it. Just Camelot has that. Okay. It's like heavy synths and metal. I don't know if I would classify it as vaporwave in any uh, capacity, but <laughs> but it but. Do, it do be synthy and it do be metally. Is it Camelot hey, with no, a K love... or Camelot with a C? I think it's with a K. Right. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, hold on. My dark disquiet. That's not Camelot. That is, oh my god, it's in, um, it's in, oh. um, Control, what? which is a fucking, that game I need to play. It's a band called Poets of the Fall. Can you hear this? I love John Carpenter's Halloween. song fucking rules it, like, it sounds like john carpenter and muse got together and said hey let's make a hit <laughs> can i just say one two things about muse two <laughs> things please about do muse. Let me please the first is the song supremacy on their album the fourth law or the third law whichever one it is it's not two separate albums. One of i just remember the title uh the song supremacy should should have been and it may have like, literally been a submission for the theme song of a James Bond movie. It's perfect. Could be. It literally has the James Bond theme in it. Not like the din it, but like the do 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 
literally in the song. Number two. It's the perfect, like, listen to Supremacy by Muse. It's the perfect fucking James Bond song. And if it never gets used, it can't because they don't pick songs that have already been made. They have songs. Yeah, exactly. They, they submit it pisses it. me off. They need to make a James Bond song. More than that, if there was anyone on this planet who could make an absolutely buck wild fucking whip ass version of Dayman. The musical that fucking Charlie makes in Always Sunny, mm-hmm. it would be mm-hmm. fucking Muse. And like, Muse. I just oh, need Muse to make that song full band orchestra, all, all of it. Because it would be incredible. Yeah, full like Knights of Sidonia, excess of electric guitar. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Sure, sure, sure. Damien, oh, it would be incredible. It would be incredible. I would poop and pee. <laughs> <laughs> You don't do that regularly? Uncontrollably. Go to the doctor. (laughs) Caleb, go to the doctor. Go see the dottore. I haven't shit in three weeks. Go see the doctor. That that song you played did... I feel like there is... That could be very easily a JRPG battle theme. You know? Because a lot of JRPGs, instead of the traditional symphonic, when you get into a battle, they've composed some kind of, like jazz score with vocals to like accompany the yep. the fights and it rules uh it that rules. could very easily become yeah. one yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. very persona it's, of you. it's co- for anyone who's curious it's called uh my dark disquiet and it's by the poets of the fall and that song fucking rules and it plays in the mo- in the game control uh and oh, it rocks it rocks it might not actually play in that the game, game but you certainly find a room full of like bright yellow acoustic foam like but like brutalist acoustic foam the shit that's like two feet long sticking out from the wall mm-hmm. and there's a single chair in the middle and it's there's speakers seated all around the, the room and you can go outside on the control panel hit play and then walk into the room and that song plays in that room it fucking rules it's the best Sick. why is it there i don't know but it's great love when a game does a needle drop love yeah. it yeah every time red dead redemption love it every oh my time because <laughs> you yes, never dude. you never expect it it's never you're so used to games just being like you know cool you know original soundtrack orchestral score and then like you know i don't know fucking saints row 4 which has like you know the radio stations that you use like throughout mm-hmm. the 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 game but then they drop some of those games like in some of those songs into like specific action sequences or specific like comedy sequences yep. it's always so Red Dead good One i'm told that, that guardians there's... of the galaxy game oh, uh, does Kev. that a lot there's a moment i need to you can like break into a huddle to like i know regain composure during a fight and then afterwards, fucking Star-Lord puts his head, his Walkman on and hits play. And so people have, like, finished fights to take on me. And it's like, or this is incredible. holding out for a hero. Or, I need a yeah, hero. God. Yeah, fucking just Everyone incredible. says is, that game wait, is good. This is a current game? Yeah, it came out in yeah, September. Yeah, it, like, just came out. Yeah. And it shouldn't have been good um, because it's made by the guys who made, the folks who made uh, Deus Ex. And, like, this game is the antithesis of what those games are. But they fucking Dude. nailed it. It's incredible. Um, yeah, everyone says it's good. I'm just like waiting on a sale. I just like sixty bucks on a game is tough. It was on sale for like forty once already. So keep your eyes peeled. Nah, sure. I need a little more. I need that. I need that number to go down a little bit more. <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption One used Jose Gonzalez, right? 
when you're crossing yeah, the border the, into Mexico. It's so far, so far away. It's just it gets me every time. I've played then, that game multiple um, times. And Red it, Dead it hits Two, so hard. Red Dead Two used um. Oh no, I can't remember the person's name. D'Angelo. D'Angelo. Unshaken. Yeah. D'Angelo. Unshaken. Unshaken. There we go. Uh, stand up, shake That song. Oh, and apparently Willie Nelson. Apparently, also. That song <laughs> the... fucking plays in that game in a moment that's just so fucking powerful, and it's like fuck. So I was I hit record Xbox record that I hit that button like six times. I was just like, this is this is a cinematic fucking experience. I love it. I know that songs often cost, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to license, and video games are very expensive already. But, yeah, sure. boy, every time you shill out just that extra fucking 10k, it pays off for me, basically every time. You think it's That's 10k all for the rights for a video game? For, for a song? Uh, for often. often yeah. And that is, like, depending on what song you're looking for, that is often a low estimate. Especially depending on the, the prestige of the studio. Like, if a little studio just, comes to someone's like, can we use your song? They'd be like, uh, And goes to, like, a little song, all you know, a little artist, you know. Like but if a studio out, like you know Rockstar I mean? that spends half a billion dollars making a game mm. goes, can we use your song? They're like, that'll be 50K. So yeah, like, exactly. Right. I, know like, you, sure. I know you got that money. Yeah. Because I know you have it. Um, yeah. And it's like, yeah, if you want to license, like, a, I don't know, like a Led Zeppelin song or something, like, You're that'll fine. run you tens of thousands of dollars fucking easily. Easily. Right. Yeah, wow. I, something, something came over me. I no, it's okay. You were possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't control myself, honestly. You were possessed by the spirit of Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide himself. <laughs> and there was nothing you could do. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide himself. He, he's worldwide. He's a plague. There's nothing you could do. Yep. do you Pitbull know, is spread everywhere. Do you know who else was possessed? Oh. Oh, oh I see oh. where you're going. Oh. Another one, huh? Okay, all right. Kev seems significantly less pleased with the second one. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> oh no, it's the worst. You <laughs> disgust me. <laughs> you are, you are deep. The I wish the feet. deathless mother would come and take me away <laughs> from this place. Take me Sign away. Me this is, of course, Advanced Media Studies, uh, the podcast where our aim is to watch, uh, uh, talk about every piece of pop culture ever created one week at a time. We are here at the temporary close of our Witcher winter break. Uh, I am one of your hosts, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and if I was going to die in the world of the Witcher this week... It is because I got a sword stabbed vertically up through my head and yanked out the front of my whole face. Mm. Bifurcation. And I fell off a cliff. Bifurcation. Bifurcation. (laughs) Hey, everybody. My whole head turned into a snake tongue is what happened to me. I like that a lot. Hey, everybody. I'm Jace. I use they, them pronouns. And uh, if I were to be in the world of The Witcher, I would die by having my face eaten off by a basilisk. I'm Caleb, the third host, the daddy host, the hostess with the mostest. Kids, which applies doubly so now because I've become a professor. And if I were to die in the world of The Witcher, it would be because I got my hand lodged between the buttocks of a fat and sexually rageful goat. You cannot be doing that. You cannot be doing this. As soon as fucking Jaskier said that, I was like, got it. Write it down. This is what I'm using. (laughs) This is how I will die. Great. Got it. Send it to the fucking press. Nailed it. Nailed it.
Bazinga. What a crazy Bazinga. fucking episode. What a wild I love how none of our predictions were right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god to pull the cart way before the horse when Dijkstra showed up again I was like here's where I am proven correct <laughs> no whoops <laughs> whoops uh, yeah and then the owl turned into a lady and I simped immediately yeah I was like uh, uh. I mean, you know I'm <laughs> I took my fucking, my, it's Toy Story 2, I took my Yennefer toy and my Tissaia toy, and I said, I don't want to play with you anymore, and I, like, dropped Excuse them down in a Philippa's horrifying dream and, sequence. Um... Uh, yeah, Philippa Eilhart has arrived. Uh, yeah, my fucking room is turning from a cowboy room into a Philippa Eilhart room as, like, right. the, <laughs> as the camera is panning in real time. Uh, Toy Story, check it out. Uh, I suppose, I suppose, let's just, let's just dive on into it. Uh, season 2, Episode 8, Family. <laughs> family. Uh, Fast and Furious, Season Very Dom, yeah, very Dom Toretto. Family. Family. I need to get that as a soundboard um, sound. Oh my god. Family. Wait, yo, Caleb, so last time you gave us a little heads up that the opening... Uh, there's that opening 10 that you usually watch before it yeah. does the bumper. Yeah. And then you were like, the bumper moves. I was like, okay, let's see. And then the bumper moved. And I was like, fuck yes! And the bumper fuck is literally you. like the spheres colliding. The convergence again. of spheres. And, I was and like, then they oh. shatter. And, then they and it's like foreshadowing for later. At the end of the yeah. episode. And then they, ah, and then they teleport into another fucking sphere. It's which is hell yeah, dude. It's, it's fear wild. time. Uh, this episode is directed by uh, Ed Bazalget, uh, written by showrunner Lauren Schmidt Hisrich. And um, who has had boy, a fucking just... week and a half, hasn't she? Yeah, gee, <laughs> Holy uh, she shit. is uh, going <laughs> through it. I don't know. Do we want to talk about that a little bit, What's uh, Daddy Host, for what you've seen? Sure. So, so Lauren Schmidt Hisrich so decided as... to start a conversation. Okay. Kev, you start right. it, and then when we get to yeah. this week's events, I'll try and recap sure. them. Yeah. So there's something that just comes part and parcel with A, being a woman on the internet, or B, anyone making any media related to quote-unquote nerd properties, where there's just like an industry of dudes on YouTube whose job it is to make everyone mad at you no matter what you do, Right. And, and um, one of the uh, worst examples of this is a guy called The Quartering. Don't look it up. <laughs> don't, don't, don't look yeah, him up. He sucks. Up. Um, he's, don't trust anyone whose name starts with The. Uh, I'll just say it. Or his and, name. Uh, I mean, like, even Justin Timberlake had the good conscience to tell Mark Zuckerberg to drop The from Oh my Jesus. God, Caleb. <laughs> it's cleaner. It's cleaner. Yeah. Um, Chase, also, there was a very you know, funny there was a there was a very funny video recently where they were like Dakota Johnson and Andrew Garfield reunited from the Social Network. I'm like, they didn't have a scene together in the fucking Social scene. Network. <laughs> they did not cherry. Wait, is Dakota Johnson anyway, even funny. in that fucking movie? Yeah, she's the college girl that Justin Timberlake sleeps with in his introductory scene. Oh she's the one who like God. takes a shower. It's fucking Dakota Johnson. Ain't that something? That's true. Um, yeah. Ain't she's that like, something? Oh shit! Um, you're the Napster guy. Yeah, that happens. Here, Sean Parker is. Yeah, exactly. It's it's great. Anyway, Social Network, check it out. But uh, but Lauren Schmidt is rich. Made like an interesting 
choice to attempt to open up a dialogue on Twitter, uh, like, you know, uh, asking him to come into the conversation and meet peaceably. She'd also had, like, moments where, like, her kid was at school and Googled her and found, like, nasty shit about her on the internet, uh, which obviously sucks. I can't even imagine, like, being that parent or that child you know like that that has to suck um especially because your mom didn't do anything fucking wrong um and even if you don't like the tv show she made fucking chill fucking chill about it um and anyway she attempted to open up like a dialogue i didn't see him respond in any way and i certainly don't look at his youtube videos um i don't so i don't know if he made like immediately leading me to like Jordan Peterson I, or Rogan in the exactly. fucking salad buffet. <laughs> I watch YouTube when I'm falling asleep in bed a lot. I don't need to ever encourage the algorithm to put that stuff in there in any way because it will ruin my YouTube forever. You know, it will be it will, there will be no salvaging it if yeah. if I uh, type his name into YouTube.com. I won't do it. Um, but uh, and I didn't see him respond in any way. And a lot of people have made very justified like hey, I understand what you're trying to do, uh, but also, like, you have a big platform and bringing this guy up at all in this very public... Like, you're giving him airtime, you know? When it's like, maybe you shouldn't ever give someone like this airtime. Daddy Host, I assume this is what you were yeah, talking about. Yeah, because there, okay. was, there was a lot of people that were upset by, like, the fact that this guy is a garbage bag. Who, despite, garbage bag. despite, like, being like, I don't say anything that mean is like, homie, what? Um, and then... One, uh, yes, you do. And he's one of those guys who's like, I, I tell my followers not to, like, flame people. But then makes everything in a, a very specific way to get people to flame people just without he dog whistles flaming people do you know what I mean? like yeah. it's it, we all know what you're doing you're yeah. not fucking hey, but, sly oh, it's not it's not tricky you didn't you didn't pull one over on us um and if there were i saw a few of his little short video responses that were on twitter not on youtube yeah and he does the like typical thing of like let me answer this question by believe it or not never addressing the points in the question um of course and then uh, uh, Lauren replied, bleh, not replied, she tweeted more recently, a couple days ago, mm-hmm. kind of being like, uh, this week I learned a lot, and that like being open and having a tolerant conversation is maybe a noble goal, but maybe should be done in private and not in public, so I'm not platforming these fucking losers. And also, like, this is not a person with which you can have a tolerant conversation you know and i'm like it's mm. there's ways to dis- it's not a good faith argument therefore you're not gonna actually exactly he won't come in exactly exactly um so and i and i i think in my opinion i think she handled it all like quite well I can, you know yeah, like i can I, see the deception the deceptive promise of like maybe we I just get this out the there and like find common ground somewhere and then I also super appreciate her coming back later and being like, so I realized I fucked up. And like in the follow-up tweets, didn't at him in any of them, just put TQ. So we knew what mm-hmm. she was talking about, but she wasn't like using Boosting his her. algorithm, his exactly. SEO. Exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly. I do think that like 
I am a little salty because it's hard for me to believe that in the year of our Lord or whatever you believe in 2022, that anybody would engage in a conversation with anyone without looking into who the fuck they are first. Uh, and I don't know well, how I th- feel about that because mm-hmm. like, I have a hard time seeing anybody going to the quarterings page and being like, they're just misunderstood. No, I, I feel like there's, first of all, it's a really toxic environment because the expectation on people that are being bullied like this is to show tolerance, right? That's the whole, the dog whistle of participating is like, you know, like, like, oh, well, you know, you're, you're supposed to be preaching tolerance, but you're so intolerant, right? And they take advantage of the paradigm of tolerance and the people not understanding what that really fundamentally is. And I totally understand having like shit go down with your child and finding the immediate urge to be like, I need to address this mm-hmm. and I need to get out in front of this and realizing that this is the voice that is causing the most damage. When you look that up and you see that they're doing this stuff, it makes sense. But in first reaction, if you're trying to protect yourself, I totally understand the impulse to be like, oh, well, if I can take this guy out who's a neo-Nazi, right? That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, but, but Jace, her, her purpose never to me came across as take this guy out. It came across more as help people understand who this guy is and like get fucked. I don't care. And that sucks because, like, I don't think I feel that way about uh, Hisrick. I don't think that that's, like, a fair thing in general. But also, none of this was about, like, hey, look at this asshole. Everyone should know he's an asshole. It was like, hey, look at this misunderstood guy. Let's find some common ground. And, like, ew. (laughs) Ew. Like, look into who this person is before you go, maybe we can be friends. Mm. Yeah, I don't. But 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 at the same time, let me be completely clear. At the same time, Mm -hmm. I do that in real life. I have tons of people that I know that believe very differently than me, and we'll sit down and talk about the fucking Cardinals or Xbox because, like, I'd rather not talk (sighs) about the shit that you're up in arms about. Let's find something that we both like, and we'll have fun, and we'll talk about it. That's fine. Which is why I think that this would have been fine if it wasn't like on Twitter being retweeted by thousands of people. And, like, just kind of opening this Pandora's mm-hmm. box into this guy and his followers and all the people that, like, have tried to stay away from him who might have found an identity in this show. Especially yeah. since his and followers are like, there's too there's too much diversity in this. You're adding dumb woman characters. <laughs> just right. saying all the, like, tape. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, he is the, no one, yeah. no one who's watching him. The women characters are literally the best part has, of the show. I don't care what anybody fucking says. Right. And, like, also, if you've read these books, like... By book two, Siri is the main character, and we are spending, like, less and less time in Geralt's direct uh, POV, and you would know that already if you read the books. But also, right, like, video game what, what the Twitter thing, and this is obviously, like, my read of it, it just struck me as, like, naivete on her part. Like, yeah. I don't, I, it just struck me as someone not fully thinking all of this through i've not seen her do anything like this before so she was like trying something you know what i mean sure. um and they're you know intent versus outcome you know how much do you weigh one versus the other but it just struck me as like 
a liberal naivete. You know, like, I can reach across the aisle and we can find common ground, uh, but perhaps it should just be a there cannot exist common ground between us because, like, what you believe is so fundamentally, like, not just different from what I believe, but, like, antithetical to me. You know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> yeah. you believe that, like, I should not exist. And, um, and she later, you know, after doing that, she was like, hey, I see where I fucked up. And, like, I want to make clear hate speech intolerant. Like, none of that is allowed here. I don't, I will not yeah. offer it. And from what I, I mean, I just seem, it just seems like she just made a mistake, you know? And I'm just like liable to be like, Hey, you tried, you were maybe, you just had kind of like a rosy liberal view of what might happen here. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and, and that did not come to be, but I also understand where you are less willing to be like, Oh, it's all right, champ. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I, I I do understand that as as well. Um, it it's is what it it's is. Something Hopefully I'll, it's she just doesn't do it again. Yeah, you know? and it's something I'll get over, right? Like I'm pretty quickly be like, "This was gross. Don't talk to me." But then in a couple of days, I'll be like, "It, it was handled the best it could have been." Um, yeah. Given the but then the Witcher will start filming in two months, and you'll forget all about it, and you'll be like, "Hee hee hee." Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, for sure. For sure. Also, yeah. she said that so, Witcher it, season three is fucking huge, and that's exciting. I believe I it. Can't uh, wait. You know, whatever fucking like article where it was like two billion fucking trillion million streams in a week, and I was like, all right, so we don't have to worry about this show going anywhere for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> this we we Netflix done found the new Stranger Things. It's, it's about Henry Cavill having a big old sword and little abs <laughs> on his armor. He made little abs to little go on the outside of the like, hey, I don't want my chest armor form-fitting, please. It's supposed to protect it's, my form. It's <laughs> so funny that he has just, like, little abs on the outside. I love it. It's very, it's very like, Xena to me. You know, yeah. it's very, it's exactly the aesthetic Xena, that I like of this show. Like, a, this show is just like a really high budget Xena. Yeah. Like, if Xena had cash to burn. Uh, and we all, we all love that for, for our I don't know if I've ever princess. seen Xena, now that I think about it. Oh, oh Jace, so it's gay as hell. You know, like, Ooh, I, don't I like, like that. You said the magic yeah. words. Uh, oh, where, mm, where can anyone watch Xena? Now I'm curious. Oh, man. Now I want to know. So, Y'all can feel free something. to rebuke me on this, but like oh. I doubt that you've ever watched this. But there's this show called <laughs> Miraculous. Xena Warrior Princess. The Adventures mm -hmm. of Ladybug and Cat Noir that my daughter Yeah, watches. that's a baby ass show. I think I've uh -huh. no. heard of this. So it's an anime ass fucking show. And we were mm -hmm, watching it because my daughter likes it. Anime and, like, anal show? No, that's not at all what the fuck I said. You said anime ass fucking show. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, My daughter gross. watches it, you monster. Get out of here, anyway. you pervert. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, there was a moment for this week where I was watching this show, and my daughter was in bed already. Like we, It was just on when we put her to bed, so I came back and sat down, and because I'm a dumb human, I just sat in front of the, the flashing lights. And I, out, show. without thinking, I out loud was like, this show is so gay. And my wife was like, that that's rude. And I was like, no, 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 I don't mean that. No, not in the bad. <laughs> I mean, this show is so gay. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, 
the main male character is a teenage boy who wears a skin-tight black suit with a belt that extends down to his feet as a tail, wears cat ears, has bright green, bright green cat eyes, and his name is Black Cat. And she was like, his name's Cat Noir. And I was like, think about that for a second. And she was Hello. like, oh. And I was like, and it's anime as fuck, and it's fancy as fuck. I'm this, I was like, this show's gay as hell, and I love it. And she was like, oh, okay, good. But then I've showed it to several friends, and they're like, yeah, this show's got, like, mad gay energy. And I'm like, okay, cool. So y'all need to watch this yeah. children's show that's extremely anime. And it okay, is extremely you know gay. Show is extremely gay and extremely anime? Oh, boy. Are you going to send oh, my little pony? Everyone, take a shot. Take a shot. Thank Here it comes. Kevin. Steven Universe! Oh, there you go. There it is. It's so good. Take a shot. There you go. Thanks, Kevin. I knew it. Uh, uh, all of Xeno Warrior Princess is streaming for free on Tubi. Oh, Tubi. Right. I never used Tubi. Tubi. I've never used it. Uh, you know, there's actually a lot of good shit on there, and no it's completely way. free. You just have to deal with ads. You know. Well, that's yeah. fine. I deal with ads. Yeah. Places. Yeah. I um. I alternatively, I started watch. I started letting my daughter watch uh, Studio Ghibli movies, and she loves them. Oh, nice. Oh, well, hell yeah. She watched I didn't get into Studio watched... way later in my life. She liked Totoro? She watched, yeah, she liked Totoro a lot, and oh, we started watching Kiki's Kiki. Delivery Service, and she's in love oh. with that as well. So, Yay. I'm waiting to get her into the more serious and kind of violent ones, like Spirited Away. Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. <laughs> yeah. Princess Mononoke. That kid's gonna have nightmares fucking, after fucking yeah. Mononoke. Mononoke's <laughs> cast rules, but, like, that movie's dark as shit. You're gonna get to the opening scene where there's, like, a possessed boar full of worms. <laughs> Your yeah. daughter's, like, never gonna sleep again. I'm gonna be like, this boar is Keith David, and it's great. And she's gonna be like, why is it spitting blood? And I'm gonna be like, why is it Who's Keith David? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Dad, who is Keith David? I'm going to say Keith sure David and like she's going to be like, weren't you on the cape? And I'm going to be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, good yeah. joke, kid. Good joke, kid. Yeah, you're smart. You're smart. <laughs> Hello, I liked you. Uh... <laughs> you get to stay for a while. <laughs> oh, Keith David. Oh, you really didn't know? No. I, was... I thought you were doing a bit. I was being. Oh, was... okay. <laughs> was you, you concerned me very deeply i was like podcast. you need to go to the brain doctor we did a whole show about this man <laughs> no. you need to go get your head fucking checked Hello. like Reschedule. the characters of the witcher who got their head cut off and their brain face Ooh. eaten by a big monster and their brain face eaten and the brain, the brain face, face got ate off and vesemir didn't brain, like that brain face. i saw so, so you know, on you know one of those threads where everyone's getting mad at Lauren Schmidt-Hazrich, but before the quartering thing, for the other thing, for the Eskel thing, I saw, like, deep in one of those comments, someone was like, before I ever saw this episode, they were like, Vesemir stabbed Siri. I will never forgive this show for that. And I was like, man, what? did you see what was happening? You wouldn't stab Siri a little bit? <laughs> also, <laughs> also seconds later, she was like, I'm fine. So like it's and, okay. And also Vesemir was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean he's yeah. also, it's like he just lost basically a son. Like he is not So multiple, many sons. Multiple, his sons yeah. keep dying. Like he's, All of his he's sons. already not over like that first one. And then yeah, yeah. No, it makes it totally He's true. like Vesemir is living a fucking Arthur Miller play, All My Sons, you know, he's like the 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 <laughs> death of the twenty one pilots, you know, he's just like living in that fucking in that fucking torture. Yeah, he stabbed him a little bit. And I think everyone is like reading 
because they played Witcher 3, the video game, where, like, Vesemir and Ciri are chill, and they don't, they're, they're inferring that to have always been their emotional relationship, but, like, no, this is part of the journey to that emotional relationship, you know what I mean? Right. Like, this, we have to get to there. If there's one thing that this show does really well. <laughs> it's called an arc! It's called an arc! character arcs, it's, 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 I, I mean, I'm thinking of Yennefer in particular, right? She gets her powers back only after she does a selfless act. Like, all of a sudden, you start to mm-hmm. see, like, this. there's these shifts happening with her. I just, you, I, I don't know. The way that these characters it's... develop is really mm-hmm. organic and does, and is not just direct point A to point B. Like, you're going, you go places, yeah. you do different things. It's not clear cut, and it makes it really that, exciting that... and enticing. And so, yeah, it shouldn't be just perfect. With I like that Yennefer regaining her powers is much more of an emotional journey internally than mm-hmm. it is like, oh, I got the rock or I ate the thing and I got mm-hmm. my powers back. Because like people losing their powers, I've seen it a hundred thousand times in various mediums. It's inherently a little boring to me. It is right. only good when the when the overcoming of it is related to like your mental arc like in like in uh sam raimi spider-man 2 i was literally gonna say this is very much the spider peter parker loses his powers not because anything happened but because he's just completely fucking worn down and exhausted and he doesn't believe in himself anymore and he gets them back through achieving that like he regains the powers through like uh, uh the mental belief of uh, maintaining his powers, you know what I mean? And yeah, that is, right. and you know, you could say the Deathless Mother did have something to do with it, but, like, what's much more important to her regaining her magic is, like, slitting her fucking wrist to, in like, welcome to her, which is, like, theory. which welcomes back, like, there's that moment in the first season where she arrives at Eratusa and there's, like, the shattered mirror, so it's, like, it's even, like, a callback to, like, her emotional journey for, yeah. like, her entire right. hundred-year life. It's also fascinating because what she did for Siri in that moment was an act of her saying, you know what, it was her going against it and it, and accepting that she might not ever have her powers again. Right? Because she was yeah. going to portray Siri so she could get her powers back. And then, mm-hmm. and then she was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then so it was, it, there's something really powerful about the idea of her being like, you know what, this is bigger than me. I don't need my powers. Like, I just want her to be alive because her power is so massive that I feel whole when i'm working with her and only at mm-hmm. that point was she then granted her own power back and also can i be completely honest i loved the fact that like uh Geralt, like after all this happened like was talking to her and is like homie said that like it was gonna have to gonna be more than just like destiny that makes this work and i i wanted him to say like i love you i knew it wasn't gonna happen though and when he's like it's siri She's that extra thing, and then just turns and walks away. I was like, "Oh God, this dude's mad. This dude's big mad." No, he's, he's pissed. pissed. I, he's pissed. Yeah, I understandable. And yeah, like doing yeah. one thing doesn't like erase all. He of, you know, like sees she her and 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 sees that as like a potential thing. But he's like, but it's also like I, he can't trust. He's like, I, I, you have to know that I can't trust you yet. Yeah, you yeah. must yeah. know that. So you have, You're gonna to, have to put in the going. fucking time. You have to, there's got to be more. This is this. This can't just be a. This has to be a long term change for me to accept that it's a change. Right. I love it. It's, it's great. great. It's great. 
It's mucho, mucho, very good. Yeah, man. she you know the. It's a good. What's the show? Good name again? Uh, Lauren Schmidt Hisrich. She sure knows what the fuck she's doing. She's pretty good at writing stuff. I gotta she's say. really I fucking like... good at this. She's pretty fucking good at writing stuff. Uh, and I, you know, the fight is so much fun. Uh, the like, you know, fi- getting these creatures that were just not possible in the first season of this show. Yeah, so and much are generally money. not possible on television at all. So much and just money. like this massive fight with these big fucking creatures and and uh, the the witchers doing battle with a bunch of monsters, which is what everybody wants to see. It's why we're all here. I want to see guys fight monsters, and uh, it's. It's really cool. And, you know, having Yaskier there is comedic relief. It's fine. You know, it's cool. I understand. I get why you have to have him there. I like, I just, I think it's, it's so fun. It's such an enjoyable venture into the genre, you know, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel pretentious. It just feels exciting and real. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very, very exciting. I've also, like, also, if this is the budget that they had this year. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And this was their season two budget. I know. And it did the numbers it did already. Uh huh. Oh my yeah. god, season Don't... three. Big. It's gonna be. Oh my god, season three. And they know it, dude. They've set us up for all-out war. And I'm like, are they gonna yeah. give that to us on season three or season four? Because now we're in like, now we're in Monsterland. Now the fucking uh uh awesome uh, uh, dark hunt are there. Shit happens in this episode too some dark shit that i was like oh my god <laughs> all right we're yeah. doing that yeah yeah Great. we get yeah. like series you know fucked up dream sequence where she's like surrounded by all the people that have died on her you know uh, we did get calanthe back for this one we did, we did get calanthe yeah back we did oh right and of course yeah francesca doing a fucking old testament <laughs> I was like, don't do that. She don't do that. Oh no. Oh, she she did it. This is terrible. (laughs) Not what I would have done personally. (laughs) Pretty fucked up. Just like she's putting the thing on the door and you're like, they're not. She's not, right? No, this season has gotten intense and I am here for it. (laughs) Dig it. I'm a little bummed. I'm a little bummed at the like. What if we put a dog between uh, the the original owner and the kid that it's fallen in love with, and let them both say "come home" and see which way it goes? I I, I was a little bugged by that. What uh, was this? The the Siri and like hearing Geralt being like "come home" and seeing the illusion of her parents and them being like "come home." To me, and her like parents doing that, the like, I'm cook a cold, Mr. Stark, and they're like falling apart. You know? Yeah, it feels a lot to me like that that thing that you see in like Airbud or I don't know. There's a move. There's movie no. It is one. that uh, Caleb. That is the climax of Airbud One. Okay, you know? yeah. <laughs> where, like, where the, where the child Joe and the crazy Air clown, <laughs> uh huh, exactly, are like calling calling Buddy back and forth, and he goes and who, to Joe. He goes to the child. Yeah, it's been thirty years. I've seen that enough, but it's fine. Spoilers it's for Airbud. Well, right? Now I'm completely lost. What? Okay. Okay. Jace, the, Jace there's Bud nothing Bud. in the rules that says a dog can't play basketball. Uh, <laughs> no, Jace. Uh, so, in Airbud. Okay, one, so Airbud one. There's a Air moment one. where, at, at the, the very end. end, so Airbud's about a clown's dog running away, finding a boy, playing basketball with the boy, and falling in love with the boy, and then the clown finds out, and there's this moment at the end where you have a big wide shot, maybe not, but still. Clown on one end of the street, boy on other end of the street, dog in the middle, and they're both like, "Come home, bud." 
and Bud has to choose who he loves more. And the whole time you're like, it's going to be the fucking kid because if it's not, this movie sucks. This is a bad movie. Witcher, this this episode did that. Like, Siri in a vision with Geralt being like, come home, and the illusion of her parents being like, come home, and in my brain being like, obviously she's going to walk out of this. It's a it's a it's a plot device. It's a kind of contrived. No, Siri, stay here. It's chill. But then she didn't. She never walked out. Yes, she one hundred percent did. No, she didn't. (laughs) She got out of it, did she not? Yeah, it like falls apart. She like the offering. It was not because of her. That was the whole thing they said. She was like, she can't do it because she needs a new vessel. No matter what, it's not possible for her to undo this. Yeah, they 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 dust, but the they dust. Because Yennefer is like pulling, sure, sure, the deathless mother out, right? It's like it's and not, the deathless mother is not going to take like, that form with Yennefer, so that's like, you know, like, yeah. So it she doesn't. That's why I said I wasn't to, like, very mad. Make at a choice. It. I was just like, but oh, it's also it's like <laughs> it's that also does make it like a weird beat where it's like, well, Siri doesn't even like make a conscious choice here. Yeah, which is, like understandable. Exactly. She is possessed, but it makes the whole sequence very strange. The whole sequence is like you have the power, and then on the outside, it's like she never had the power, which I don't really. Yeah, get. come on now. Like, why were they telling her to like hang in there? Was it so she didn't completely give in? What would have? Yeah, with, like what? There's. There's like an understand, you know. I, it makes a certain amount of sense. It's like this person's possessed, and it's like keep fighting, try and push this person out. They realize that that's not really possible. Uh, so Yennefer like makes the fucking sacrifice play. You know, Yennefer yeah. uh, takes one for the team, like a fucking champ. Um, and then they just they port they port over to uh, color corrected red world. Uh, <laughs> they port over there. They port it over the to Jeff the Hollywood's there. version of India. And then, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say Mars, but you know, uh, you're not wrong. Um, that put that, put that, slap that. Oh, we're in Mexico. Slap that fucking slap yellow that filter, filter on there, baby. On, baby. Slap that fucking oh filter on there. <laughs> I didn't do it. That's Hollywood for you, man. Yeah, yeah. That's Hollywood. It's a little, problem. I like, you know, we're based in California, the land of fruits and nuts. Okay, Hollywood. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, what, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know. Uh, anyway, but go for it. Nobody knows. I'm drunk is the issue. I think that's the real. Hell yeah. That's that's the that's the sticking point. There's too much Austin East uh, pineapple cider inside of me. I mm. think is where we're really Ooh. running into a fucking a really fucking issue here. That sounds um very it's delicious. very good though. <laughs> it's very nice. Uh, yeah, I'm having a great time. It's just not you know. It's one kind of podcast, and that's the one we're doing tonight. Yeah. There's there's an erudite discussion podcast, and this is not it. I'm sure there is one. I'm sure you can go find less drunk Witcher podcast somewhere. They must but like. Exist. Are they really getting the point of Witcher if it's a less you know drunk what I mean? Witcher podcast? Like, you've... are you really I, I think there's some about depth fantasy? to the Witcher? I think it's. I think there's depth in it. It's worth exploring. <laughs> Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we were saying. Though. I don't know. Oh, for I sure, don't for know. sure, for sure. We, ex- we plumb uh, the depths with uh, submarine is all we're saying. We all live in a yellow submarine because there's a yellow can <laughs> of Austin East. Didn't think that that was going to play out as well as it did, but here we are. Thank you, <laughs> the Beatles. Check it out. And um, uh, But we get we meet, oh, we also meet Siri's hot dad. Uh, we we get a reveal that the, Ooh, the white yeah. flame 
whose full name is like the white flame who conquers the thing and burns the guys you know it's like a really long fucking medieval ass name but so Um, what what happened what was her did was like did she believe he was dead or did she believe he left yes she believed that her parents i believe died at sea uh frozen style and but but apparently (laughs) that didn't happen apparent um And uh, as far as I am in the books, they have not revealed exactly how that went down. Uh, They've actually moved this reveal up in the in the order of events quite a bit, uh, which is fine. Let's get it out of the way. Um, And uh, yeah, so the porcupine man became this guy, the emperor of Nilfgaard. And I'm sure we'll learn how eventually. He was the porcupine guy. Yeah. Um, so it's the porcupine guy, uh, Kay here in Fringilla, you know, he's, he's ice cold to them. You know, he, they do nothing, they do nothing but work for the king and the king don't give him shit. Well, you know, they super lied to him though. <laughs> well, they and did fuck up a lot. They pulled off the uh, worst lie, which is lying that you did a thing to the person that did the thing. And they're like, oh no, 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 we oh, still yeah? got elves. We still got elves. Oh, no, yeah, no, they're that? here. They're here. Are you sure you did that? Um, no because one, uh, last no I one. checked, I did. The, I I have the fucking receipt from that. I you am bought so it. Let's hope. Right <laughs> let's hope the emperor doesn't learn about the <laughs> killing all the firstborns. They won't be happy. We brought the elves here. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Yeah, Jace. At the um, end, Fringilla and Kay here are like, we did all this stuff for you. We killed the baby, and then he's like, no, you fucking didn't. I did. <laughs> I killed the goddamn baby. Yeah, he's like, I now know I can't right. trust you because I'm the one that ordered that, not you. And it's like, oops. <laughs> Two wrongs don't make a don't right. Don't you see, shits. my minions? I'm a fucked up guy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you work for a real fucked up dude. You know, I, you ready. love me, I'm a real piece of shit. I'm a real bastard man. <laughs> you know, I used to be cursed. <laughs> You know, I used to be a porcupine. They said my personality was prickly, but they wouldn't know what to call me now. Yeah. Do we think... Because, you know, the Deathless Mother is really fucking with everybody's heads. Do we think that, like... You know how Fringilla, like, killed all the people at dinner? But actually, that was maybe kind of the influence of the Deathless Mother talking? You know what I mean? In the same way that, like, Mm -hmm. Jennifer was kidnapping Siri and all these things. Do we think that Francesca is gonna... Now that the Deathless Mother is on Mars, do we think that, like... She's going to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, fuck. I'm a monster. Uh, That's a very uh, good question. Oh, shit, man. Oh, fuck. What did I do last night? And the guy is like, and she's like, no, seriously. What did I do last night, man? Where are my keys? No, I I don't think that they were under, like, I think that they were convinced by her. I don't think that she was actually possessing them. No, they're not possession. But, like, in the same way that, like, Yennefer was influenced to kidnap an innocent person. You know, like, right. the Deathless Mother can convince you to do certain things. But no, it does seem like Francesca's kind of operating of her own sort of faculties in that. In yeah, that right. I still think uh, she's, she's going to be uh, like, fuck, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> oh my god. I did not think this through. He's lying to his face. <laughs> He's going to kill me. Fuck! No, that's Fringilla. I'm talking about Francesca the Elf. Oh, Francesca? Wait. What? The elf queen who murders the a elf bunch queen of who killed all yeah. the babies. Redanian babies. Are they in Redania when they do that? Yeah, they're in Redania, right? I think, yeah, I think they're like leaving because the city, and I'm sure it's going to go well for everyone. Well, Redania actually did it. <laughs> well, no, we thought that they actually did it, and then Fringilla and Kahira are going to be like, "No, we did it," and then 
Amir's no. like, no idiots, it was me. Um, yeah. Hey, so Redania is gonna be pissed. Are they gonna know? Yeah, there's like fucking elder runes on their dead babies now, so that's great. There's um, there's yeah. a war of ruin. Like an yeah. all-out war is a ruin. And and I'm kind of feeling the like uh, the the what was the um, excuse me, my brain just shut down and dumped all of inf- the information out of my ass. The Oracle Adelphi, mm-hmm. right, told uh-huh. um, the Spartans, told told some mm-hmm. Greek king that like if he went to war, uh, a nation would be destroyed, and he was like, "Fuck yeah, we're gonna win." And then like the moral oh, yeah, of dude. that story is like, "You're a nation too, dipshit." Um, Damn, I did not, I did not read into that closely enough. <laughs> uh, the doctor was his mom. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so I have this feeling that the series will end all war. Is like, it could be, very good thing. Could also be a very fucking bad thing. She ends all war by like by wiping and dropping all those kingdoms off right. the cliff. Right. I think you know? that's why <laughs> so many people are afraid of her is because she's like. Yeah, but what does mean though? Like how do we? Because yeah, now yeah, everyone, exactly. now everybody fucking wants it, you know. Like uh, Tissaia, you know. I'm afraid, you know, I, we're on the outs now because now she's working with the Brotherhood and is gonna like bring up. I just don't like a group of kings. You know, what I mean, a bunch of kings get together. I don't think anything good is gonna happen. And now we got all these kings. They're all looking for Siri. That's not good. That's bad news. There was one queen. It's there good that, that she's on Mars. Seen. No, yeah, there's the queen, and to say I was there, not all kings, but no, too many kings. I just, for my yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember, I don't recognize her. It seemed like they were treating her as if she was new. Yeah, I thought it was the woman who took the potion, but then we see the woman who took the potion, mm-hmm. and she looks like Harvey Dent, Two Face from The Dark Knight, and she's talking through a vocoder. It's Wait, weird. took which potion? She drank the the Witcher. She drank the Witcher drink when when uh, when Reince, Reince, oh, the fire yes! mage. I was yeah. like, who is that? Now they are two two faces. Now they are like a pair of two faces. Now they are one looks like, uh, what's his name from Avatar? Zuko? Zuko, yeah, he looked just like Zuko. Boy, I thought blue people because that's been in the news a lot recently. Go on. (laughs) I was like, looks like Avatar, excuse you? No. Oh, uh, never mind. Excuse me? Prince Zuko, 100%. Avatar 2, 2022. Start the fucking hype machine, everyone. Here we go. Spin up the wheels. James Cameron's going to release a banger because guess what? His best movies. That's all he all knows stars. how to do. That's <laughs> all he knows how to do is bangers. Once That's all James he knows. Cameron has all of the the world building set up. He just has fun in those worlds. That's all he knows how to release bangers. He wakes up every day, releases a new one. Um, <laughs> fucking, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not into Avatar one in any uh, real capacity. I'm like, oh, the sequences in this are pretty cool. I don't give a shit about anything. But Avatar two, psyched. Hyped. Here we go. IMAX. Opening night. Here we go. Ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was all to the weight of water or whatever fun. it's called. Hell yeah. Kevin, Talk and totally go with Here you. we go. Here's the thing. Let's go to back. Let's go to Pandora. Here's the thing. Like Avatar <laughs> One moved the ability that we had to like computer generate images and film forward, like not just feet, like meters, miles. Football you know, feet. like yeah, like, like just, we forget. That that was like two thousand fucking nine, mm-hmm. and no, this is going Avatar to be movies did not look like Avatar, and right. like James Cameron only knows how to push that envelope. And he called him the fucking for, mailman because he pushes the envelope. And he waited for like five years to have the technology to do this. 
Which means, like, yes. what the fuck is he gonna do this time? He spent it's five years water. in a little submarine <laughs> making IMAX movies because he's like, technology's not there yet. We're not ready. We're not ready for this. I'm in my little submarine looking at the Titanic or whatever. And it's very and then now to me that, like, right after the Mandalorian, like, reveal that all this shit is done on a giant LED wall, uh, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's like, hey, uh, Avatar 2's gonna, gonna come out soon. And it's like, oh, Society shit. caught up to james yeah uh yeah. we're fucking we're ready for it it's interesting that like the the i was thinking about it recently the mandalorian like rear projection like the the screen thing mm-hmm. it's weird that we've like completely gone back essentially to the original method by which we did this which was rear projection mm-hmm. right where you just like stuck up footage obviously there were like matte paintings as well but like you would just play footage i was watching uh uh hitchcock's vertigo the other day and there are like some scene a lot of it is like shot on location in san francisco and some of it is obviously a soundstage and they just like stick footage of san francisco like up behind them and i'm like that's just what mandalorian do that's just what man does it's just stage we came back around (laughs) it's just stagecraft that's it yeah but now it's like a tv and I'm, it looks better. Yeah, like no one's on the other side of like that. Is surround actors in uh, OLED screens so that you can be like you. Now you're in the middle of a battle and you're supposed to be shell shocked, and then you can hit play and they can experience that instead of them being and you'd a, actually a, like a sea of blue and being like, oh, it's everywhere. Like they can actually like. Look oh at no. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's like it's, it's so remarkably helpful to an actor. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just have like any have context something to play with. Yeah, literally. anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's cool. Anyway, <laughs> Avatar two, uh, water for elephants or whatever it's called. I don't remember. <laughs> um, it's got water in the title. Wait, it does. They have the water subtitle? there. It's, yeah, they released the subtitles years ago. Yeah, James Kev, is like, I didn't believe those. This I was. <laughs> this is what's coming. This is what's coming um yeah fuck it i'm doing it list of avatar sequels here we go baby i'm looking it up because they're because they're great names and he's right. gonna okay. do them all too oh he's gonna do them they filmed the all, heat like, death the of time. the universe will happen and then avatar 3 will come the out time. yeah they filmed them all at the same time right so we're gonna get avatar 2 in 2022 avatar 3 yes. in 2023 avatar 4 in 2024 they might do a double release in one year like they did with the matrix sequels Oh God! I would. Hell yeah! Yeah, let's. Hell yeah! Wow, <laughs> oh, hold on. It didn't give me what I wanted. I'm gonna find them. Do it. They rule. Do it. They're just like nonsense. James Cameron confirms Avatar sequel titles. I had an article on IndieWire. Here we go. Here we go. Do not lie to me, IndieWire. <laughs> do not do it. Okay. Here we go. Avatar two, the way of water. Avatar three. The Seed Bearer, Avatar 4, The Tolkien Rider, and Avatar 5, The Quest for Ewa. Oh, for Are y'all ready for the fucking quest for Ewa? Here we go. Isn't Ewa the what name is of their, like, Earth God? Yeah. Like Gaia? Where'd it go? Where did Ewa go? We gotta go get him. They killed the fucking... The quest. They killed the fucking mother tree, so, like, Ewa's... We got a quest like... for them. The quest for Spock. Okay, hang on. The way of water is definitely going to be trying to find Awa, and it's going to be how they find the seed for a new mother tree. The seed bearer is the person carrying that seed. They carry the fucking seed, dog. The Tolkien Rider. 
Oh, that's going to be about J.R.R. Tolkien and his, like, parallel existence <laughs> on Pandora. Uh, I'm sorry, T-U-L-K-U-N. Oh, Tolkien. are those the big flying things? I assume. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta assume so that's what's going on So it's probably about, like, the mythology... Mythology... Myth- mythologization <laughs> of Jake Sully. I don't know what the word is, but that's... Of Jake Sulkin. Right, the Tolkien writer. Yeah, um, it's dope. Anyway, yeah. I'm, glad you, I'm glad y'all are also kind of Avatar psyched. This <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Makes me happy. Oh, I'm a fan of like... video games, and I know that the reason the first Avatar movie was in, was possible was because of video games. Yeah. And it's looking 100%. like the next ones are gonna be possible because of, you guessed it, Video games. Video, so let's video games. <laughs> like, I'm down. Let's fucking go. Yeah, to the I mean, was like walking around happened. holding a rig, walking through a virtual world, and I was like, homie, I've been doing this in Halo for three years. Amazing. And like, let's do it. Yeah, let's fucking go. I'm down. And Jay- here's the thing about James. Like, and any of anyone who's ever worked with him will tell you this. He can do any job on a film set. Like, he just, this is how he just knows all this. He just, he understands all of it. He could do the makeup if, if, if he wanted to, you know? <laughs> he's just, he's just, he's just that fucking guy. And like, if you look at his track record, like the movies that he has released, are you like, are you fucking kidding me? Absurd. How is he, you did all of this? His ability to Terminator 1, second... Terminator 2, <laughs> Aliens, Titanic, The Abyss, <laughs> uh, Avatar, like... Straight, he's throwing fire. Call him Zuko because he's throwing fire. <laughs> His ability to make good sequels is absurd. It's absurd. Like sequels used to be the place where people were like, "Oh yeah, the you know, the first one's good, but the second one's garbage." And then yeah. he did Terminator Two, and I was like, "Hold on, hold on." He, and did, then he did Aliens. He did Aliens, <laughs> which is maybe Aliens. the best ever fucking made. Speaking uh, of video games, uh, like the most influential movie of all time on video games every yeah. video the game reason is we have dead to aliens. the reason we have dead yeah. space the reason we have yeah just yeah any space, movie space any one about space marines Fuck. yeah exactly yeah. half of all video games are about space marines and that yeah. is not because of warhammer it is because of aliens it's not because of starship troopers as much as everyone who loves no. starship troopers wishes that it was it's I mean, Starship Troopers also rules. You know, we're not anti-Starship Troopers. No, here, not at but, all. But it's aliens. But it's aliens. Yeah, but the but the the crowns over here, it's on their head. It's on it's on it's on yeah. Jimmy Cameron's uh, head. It's on Jimmy Cameron's head. <laughs> Jimmy Cam's. Um, and honestly, Alien and uh, Terminator, two things that we just like keep trying to make more of, and like it just doesn't work. And I like a lot of alien sequels, but it's just not all the way there, you know. It's funny because maybe like we, it's it was it maybe seems we like stop. yeah, it seems like it should have been pretty obvious. The best way to make a sequel is to make it an action movie about soldiers fighting aliens, and then like they made a couple alien action movies, but added had to add Predator to it. And there's only there like one know. of those that's okay. <laughs> the other yeah. Alien vs Predators are poopy, no good. I honestly think Aliens is so good that it like you can't make a sequel to it, right? Because like Alien One, perfect horror movie, one alien killing a bunch of fucking truckers, you know, like it's it's such a perfect thing. And then the next one, it's like okay, 
300 aliens and we're going to shoot them a million times. Yeah. And that you've kind of blown up the xenomorph at that point. Like, at that point, like, literally. But also, like, at that point, it's like, well, what else do you do with the xenomorph? We've killed... I've seen guys kill a million of them. Yeah. Have you all seen the, you know the, what I mean? the concept art from the Neil Blomkamp uh, alien project? Probably. It was about, like, Wayland yutani overstepping their bounds, as they do, and, like, capturing and attaching VR rigs to xenomorphs so that people can control them. Like oh, attaching boy. head head rigs to them, and like it looks ridiculous. But the moment I thought That's about wild. like what happens when like the xenomorph starts to push back through the connection, I was like, I would watch the fuck out of this movie. Cyber xenomorph. Yes, let's. That's how you do it. Xenomorph cyber shit. Like, it just becomes that movie where like Russell Crowe is like the virtual serial killer. Does anyone know what I'm excuse talking Excuse the about? fuck out of me. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's called like. I think Denzel is in it, and Russell Crowe is, like, a virtual... He's, like... It's a serial killer, but it's, like, in the computer. Would it be called Virtual Russell Crowe... I think it was, and Russell Crowe was, like... He's an amalgamation of a bunch of different serial killers. He's, like, a combined... They're, like, trying to test... God, I'm probably getting the plot. What a virtual so reality like, simulation created using the personalities of multiple serial killers manages to escape into the real world. An ex-cop is tasked with stopping its reign of terror. This greatest garbage. film of all time. And greatest I'm so film of all it. time. Virtuosity. Um, God, I'm so glad I was close about what that movie was about. I was getting worried we there very for a second that I had like dreamt this film. <laughs> In a fever dream one night, you made this up. Because I, like, I, I now sleep underneath a picture of Russell Crowe, and I was like, maybe I made this movie up in my dreams. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I did. This is one of those movies oh, that, streaming like... now on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, I know what I'm doing tonight, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Virtuosity. There's a quote from Russell Crowe in this movie where he says, Just because I'm carrying around the joy of killing your family inside me doesn't mean we can't be friends. <laughs> Yeah. You got William Fickner in this movie, because of course you do. This isn't is the it, movie he was it, born to be Fick, Fick, F-I-C-H-T-A. I think it's Ficht, 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 Fichtner. I think it's Fichtner. All right. Well, he pronounces his name in a way that's more, oh, more difficult. Oh, well, I've never heard be. him say it, I guess. Oh, um, I don't know either. Young Kaylee Kawoko, Tracy Lords. Fun fact: <laughs> Denzel Washington took this role because his son asked him to, and 25 years later, that son would also star Be in the science. John Dave. Yeah, that guy. Maybe <laughs> John David Washington. Yeah. Tenant's own. Um, yeah, virtuosity is going on my bracket. Just virtuosity. Wow. <laughs> we have to I'm, podcast. I'm we have to podcast about virtuosity. Man, this is. Uh, this is incredible. We each get five. We each get five. We get five picks, and they can be anything. I don't even know if um, I have five shows I like. <laughs> doesn't have to be shows, movies, oh, books, movies. comics, oh. uh, music, Broadway. You know, like you oh, can do anything. God. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to limit it to TV. I would like right, to see us break out of studies. TV every so often. Exactly. Exactly. We're not advanced television studies. Though that is almost entirely what we have done so far. <laughs> we did one movie. 
Man, but it can be I'm just reading the trivia of this movie, and it's just a virtuosity. It's just, it's it's a I'm lot. So glad <laughs> I could. I'm so glad I could teach you about virtuosity tonight. I've honestly like that's my good deed for the day. Good for you. Good it's trash, but like, it's tasty. When trash, when in Sid's, my opinion. By the way, Russell Crowe's character's name is Sid Six Point Seven. So that's yes. it. Uh, when he pulls yes. up to Madison's house to kidnap her daughter, the song on the van's radio is The Photograph Kills by a band called 30 Odd Foot of Grunts. Russell Crowe's, this is the name of Russell Crowe's band back home in Australia. Yes. No, it, it's he literally, song it's literally a song from his band. It's literally a song. And that is not the only time Russell Crowe has done this. <laughs> Because we we all remember the Ridley Scott film A Good Year, starring Russell Crowe and Marion Cotillard, about like Russell Crowe being like a Lothario who inherits an Italian villa. Um, and there are two songs by I think the band's name is The Ordinary Fear of God, something like that. And Russell Crowe is the lead singer of that band too. Is not the only time you he has know, done this. Well, no fun fact tied to what you just said that's from this movie, Ken. Please. Apparently, when Sid 6.7 is first formed, he cuts off his own finger and licks the wound, exclaiming, Mmm, a good year. Russell yes! Crowe, who plays 6.7, later play, appeared in A Good Year in 2006. That's not trivia. Yes! That's just a whoops. <laughs> That's just like a weird thing. It's just a weird thing that happens to happen I guess twice. That, I guess it's just like a weird connection. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to watch this movie. Where can I stream it? Paramount Plus. Oh yes. And good. Crackle. Oh, Crackle. Crackle. Uh, Sony's free streaming service. Hey, Crackle. Hey, buddy, how's the wife and kids? Still dead, huh? What the fuck? This is the greatest film of all. Virtuosity is so good. I think I saw Virtuosity at like 2 p.m. on the WB on like a Saturday afternoon, and I was like, this film is very important to me. I'm glad I could bring it back here for all of us. I thought I thought I was gonna like rewatch Heat, Michael Mann's Heat, because he announced Heat Two uh, as a book. Uh, but maybe I'm gonna watch Virtuosity instead. I think I'm gonna treat myself to a little trash. I'm gonna be a little raccoon. I'm gonna enjoy my little a trash. Character says, "Oh my God!" And Sid six point seven says, "Which God would that be? The one who created you, or the one who created me? You see, in your world, the Lord giveth and taketh, but in my world, the one who gave me life doesn't have any balls." Who wrote this? <laughs> the great, the greatest writer to ever live. Oh my god, this is a fucking, this is a Patty Chayefsky scripts. Patty wishes, Patty Chayefsky fucking wishes, dude. Sorkin oh. wakes up every day just like with a <laughs> holds a picture of virtuosity. He's like, why can't I be this? Oh, man, uh, The Witcher. Anything else on? Um... <laughs> on the finale of season two uh good finale I'm i'd say good season show. overall i love this show um as far as you know i don't we don't we don't really rank or anything as far as like stacking up against the first season i think they're i'm like in the good. incline yeah i, I like the budgetary so incline. different though they're hard to really compare that's true that's true, dog. It's not. This one was not like a puzzle in the same way that the first one was kind of a puzzle. No, there was definitely mystery, but not a puzzle. I would mean, agree with that. Yeah, it ain't no puzzle. Ain't no uh, puzzle. Not like the puzzle inside the head of uh, Sid six point seven in the film Virtuosity. <laughs> um, then there was, oh god, now I'm thinking of another movie. I want to say 
that Sandra Bullock and LL Cool J, I want to say it was called The Cube? Oh, yeah, no, you're 100%. Um, um, oh, yeah, what? yeah. Or or maybe just Cube? <sighs> okay. Uh, it is called... Now I got Don't it. Worry, I got you. Don't worry, I got you. I got... I know you do. I know you do. Um... When oh, nobody wait, got is me, it, I know. Is it Sandra Bullock, or is it, um... Is it, uh... Is it, uh, <laughs> is it, uh Catherine Zeta-Jones? Cube. A cube movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We both went to Cube Movie. Cube, 1997. No, I don't think this is the film. That's not it. <laughs> what was... Oh! Oh, 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 The Cell? It was, was The it Cell. Was it Cell? It was The Cell. Or The Cell? Hell yeah, dude. With a C or an S? It's J-Lo, my With dog. Yes. Okay, it was J-Lo. And Vince okay, Vaughn and Vince D'Onofrio. An, an FBI agent persuades an a social HBO worker agent. who is adept. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. An HBO agent. Yeah, fucking uh, Max from HBO Max. Um, an FBI agent persuades a social worker who is adept with a new experimental technology to enter the mind of a comatose serial killer in order to learn where he has hidden his latest kidnap victim. Jennifer Lopez, Vince Vaughn, Vincent D'Onofrio, Dylan Baker. What? This looks wild. The Cell. This looks wild. What? I think there's a scene at the, the end cell? where someone's like having their intestines pulled out of their stomach. Mm-hmm. It's Excuse so me? weird. Yeah, it's so the weird. Cell. On Hoopla. Well, I'll pay the rental fee. Um, I'm not learning what Hoopla is. I've gone this far. Nope. <laughs> I will go further. <laughs> I will spend three dollars on Amazon and just get it over. Yeah, there. God, on my on my media madness bracket, it's gonna be a double feature of the Cell and Virtuosity. <laughs> oh, the Cell is. Have you seen the Cell? This looks deeply disturbing. It's very. It's fucked up. It's dog. weird as shit, yeah. dude. It's weird as shit. I love it. Oh, I love it. This picture of I Vince D'Onofrio and Vince Vaughn and like. A weird gold armor. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah. Look at the first picture. I know. We didn't realize we had it all back then, you know? Oh, it's great. It's great. We, did, we didn't realize that, that we were living our best life. We didn't appreciate it when it was here. The cell. Oh, is Vince the... Is Vincent uh, D'Onofrio the serial killer? Yes, of course he is. He mu- Of course. Yeah, what, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> of course he was. What the fuck was I talking about? You think Vince D'Onofrio was a, a CIA agent? He's not playing the serial killer. Wow, I'm looking at uh, Vince with like some devil horns and some sick fucking nipple pieces. Uh, yeah, I just got to the same picture, my dude. Man, oh, man, Manischewitz. Man, oh, man. <laughs> you said, man, oh, man, you This I like the style. I like the weird fucking Oh, it's so, uh, like, it's clothes so we wish we were Hellraiser, but we can't. <laughs> Hellraiser wishes Pinhead fucking wants to be. What has this director done since that this movie? Since the cell, um, Taram Singh, Tarsum Singh. That sounds familiar. What? What? <laughs> I was not. When I clicked on what else has this director done, I was not expecting the Disney Snow White film Mirror Mirror starring Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. That's not what I was expecting. And did Immortals starring our boy and savior Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, the 300 ripoff, Immortals. The 300 <laughs> ripoff, your shirt. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, ripoff. I mean, why do you think anyone saw 300? Oh, no, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. For the yeah. selfless film technology. He did selfless? Mm. That fucking Ryan Reynolds movie that's weird as shit? Oh. Where he, it's uh, Ben Kingsley transfers his body into a young person. Like this old real estate mogul. It's fucking weird. That is weird. Also, Matthew, Matthew Good's in that movie. All right. Hell, hell yeah, dude. Aren't you, aren't you all glad that I can bring these movies to you? Aren't you glad that, like, yeah. my brain is full yeah. of yeah. horse shit? And <laughs> 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 I, I can just occasionally dredge up something that's like, hey, this is something. This is weird. Excuse me, and the they're like, Kevin, who... is the movie good? And I'm like, I don't know about good. But the, like, cell was written, the Cell was written by a guy named Mark Protasevich, and it was his first credit. And then he wrote I Poseidon. And then he wrote I Am Legend. And then oh, he boy. wrote fucking Thor. <laughs> wow. And then he wrote Old Boy. Thor? Like wow. Like Thor, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Thor. Wow. Like our the boy, cell. Chris Hemsworth. Like the Thor. first entry for uh-huh. Thor in the MCU. <laughs> Written what? by the guy who wrote Correct. the cell. This is the... <laughs> he, wow. Hey, he took a job, you know? Yeah. And Marvel Studios at that point did not have, like, money. There were still, like, Paramount co-productions. So Paramount was like, we can get the Cell guy. Yeah, the Cell guy, somehow they he'll work for a budget. They kind of ran off to make a movie about an Asgardian superhero. That will always confuse me. But the, first half, but the first half of that movie is Shakespearean as fuck, and I love it. Thor getting cast out of Asgard by, like... Classically trained actor, not Antonio Banderas, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, the other guy from Zorro, <laughs> the other the other guy exactly. from Mask of Zorro. Uh, perfect, yeah. perfect. Uh, First yeah. Well, movie before they had have... Marcus and McFeely to write everything, they had uh, the fucking guy that wrote the cell. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's you know, uh, feast or famine. Um, you know, we love it. Gotta, perfect. Gotta make uh, so that, I think that about does it on The Witcher. I think I think we did it. I think. Uh, uh, 25 minute tangent about virtuosity uh means uh that we said what we've had to say about season two of the witcher um season three begins filming in march uh you know let's hope that everything goes well uh, with the novel coronavirus for many reasons but also so that witcher uh does not take another two years uh to give us another season uh the old blood is coming later this year as a trailer that played during like the credits of this episode for me <laughs> yep. uh, was key to remind me what thing and it was like yeah the, what yes, weird they... song were they playing in that trailer it was it was it was like a you know a slow cover Wait, there's something. a trailer That's in the everywhere. credits at the end yeah it's weird yeah oh, I didn't they just it. like played they just like played the trailer it was it was frankly bizarre um but it was in there and the old blood will we cover the old blood i don't know let's see what else we're doing at that time you know like yeah. we'll, we'll play it by is it an animated you know? series Maybe we'll... or is it a spin-off it's no, it's like a live it's action. Got, uh, Michelle Yeoh in it, right? Yeah, yeah I watch the shit uh, out of that because she's good at no. everything. Let's let's say right now, you know, it depends on what we're doing, and then like maybe let's sample some episodes in our own time and see if it's something that like we really want to like do. I'm enjoying this yeah. universe. A bunch of podcasts too. Sure. Yeah, exactly. So we'll leave it open, you know. But I'm not making any fucking promises. And also, if Netflix decides to like blow this up and make up four other shows in the witcher universe like i'm not i'm not promising we're podcasting about everything they make um i'm not taking that vow yeah uh, don't need to be a witcher Um, podcast only 
Mm. Exactly. Uh, frankly, we are not. Uh, but I do enjoy talking about this show. And it's like a big change of pace from everything else that we've talked about, yeah. really. Uh, which I guess is just community. But everything else we're planning to talk about is also like, The Witcher is very different from that. And, uh, and I like that. And I like this show. And I'm going to keep watching it. And I like it. And I think it's good. Um, as far as what we're doing next, um, two weeks from now, uh, we will be, uh, be, be beginning our mythic pod quest, uh, where we talk about, uh, the Apple TV plus, uh, original program mythic quest, um, a show that, uh, daddy host and I both enjoy and Jace has not seen. I have not seen uh, it. So this will be, I'm excited. this will be exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would be very surprised if you didn't enjoy it. I would be, I would be very shocked, mm. um, if you didn't like this show. Uh, it has, uh, you know, there's community alums involved everywhere. There's all sorts of interesting people in front of and behind the camera on this show. And uh, it'll be fun. And we'll start with the first two episodes um, of that. And uh, and that will be, and that'll be, that'll be copacetic. But next week, uh, we're breaking from form a little bit. A little bit. Um, because in, uh, in March, we are doing our Media Madness Bracket Tournament. Uh, where we will uh, allow you, the listeners and, and Twitter followers of our show, to pick uh, what we are covering. And it's not necessarily a TV show. It can be literally anything brought forward uh, by by the three of us. Uh, we're each picking five items. It can really be anything. Um, and uh, we're, bringing, we're getting one guest to give us another uh, uh, suggestion just to make the even 16. So every two days during the month of March, we'll be having another face-off uh but uh, between our between our various titans and so next week on the pod we will be uh talking about and like talking up our various choices uh we will be sort of building out the bracket i found like a website that's perfect for that so we can generate the bracket uh we can place uh seed rankings and and face everything off against stuff it's gonna be good uh so that is what oh, yeah. we are doing next week um and i guarantee that will take uh, an hour because i'm sure we'll just talk about all manner of shit um so it is going to be good and this is also a good chance for like the three of us to actually decide what we want to put on our respective <laughs> portions <laughs> of the bracket, right um it's a good way to sort of light a fire under that ass you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's what we're doing, uh, and I and I hope y'all join us for that, so you can get a real early uh, hype sneak peek of what we're doing um, in March. Although, you know, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> we don't know. have to do it in March. No, we don't. That's sort of just like an arbitrary thing. If we're building the bracket next week, and it's called Media Madness, it's not called March anything. We can just do it in February. Yeah, we can do it whenever the fuck we want. I mean, we can do it as we are doing Mythic Quest. Like, there's nothing keeping us Exactly. From... While we're covering Mythic Quest, we will be doing the, the brackets on Twitter.com. So, uh, yeah. The, so the Greendale 3 bing bong. Uh, Twitter account. So, yeah, why not just do it if we're building it next week? Yeah. Well, Didoy. There you um, go. I thought, that's what, I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> That's perfect. I just, I guess, Jace, you don't know uh, sports, so you don't know See, that March I, Madness happens in March. I would have even um, taken Jace. You don't know. <laughs> you know, I know nothing, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> See, never, literally, so you know, haven't even seen that. Yeah, no, I don't know sports. I don't. No. I mean, I understand that March Madness is a sports thing. It, it's basketball. Is that right? It is college basketball. Oh, okay, um, cool. And it is. I you know, know something about it, but no, I don't follow it. They just make a, you know, it's like a regular tournament, but they just really like branded that bracket. 
You know, they just really made the bracket into, like, a fucking item, you know? Um, but every sports tournament has a bracket. It's just yeah. that's the most famous one. I guess maybe the alliteration, you know? It's really strong branding on the part yeah. of the NCAA. Sure. Um, sure. So good on them for that and good on them for nothing else. And uh, <laughs> I'm coming after the NCAA. Fuck, bring it on. Do it. Do uh, it. They're like, we can either pay college athletes or stop making video games. So they stop making video games. And uh, anyway, uh, so we'll be that moving out the brackets. Changing. Yes. So hopefully maybe that's a little sea change. Maybe the NCAA is like, mm, we like that video game money actually uh so i guess oh, we'll oh you mean you cut out the earning potential from the largest entertainment uh, revenue stream in the world interesting oh, no we weird how that came that. back to bite you in the ass <laughs> who could have oh this? y'all my the only thing i want to share because the, speaking of things biting you in the ass real quick before we head out fucking xbox is buying activision blizzard oh <sighs> which is Ugh, $70 billion. That's so much fucking money. But That's so Seamus, much money. So much money. They bought Bethesda two years ago for seven, and we were like, damn, that's a lot. Then they spent ten times that. Uh, it's fine. That's fine. But Seamus Blackley, the guy it's who Monopoly. created, who was like in charge of the project to create the first Xbox, the OG Xbox, tweeted yesterday, it's terrifically, incredibly, head-meltingly weird to see little baby Xbox eat up Activision. Some people still at Activision will recall a young Seamus showing up claiming things about a new game console only to be essentially mocked. I wonder if today they remember that. I do. Do you? And it was like, damn. <laughs> like, that is the most powerful flex I've ever heard do of. You? Hey, do you regret this? Because we own you now. Anyway, sorry, you saying, ah, it came back and bite me in the ass. No, nah, it's me. good. Oh, it is good. Um, we love a monopoly, don't we, folks? Uh, it's really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Officially, the Disney of video games. Congratulations to Microsoft. You did it. You did it. Hey, everybody loves Netflix. Move over. Here comes yeah, Netflix. in the, when when eventually there are two streaming companies, where there are only two companies making movies, Disney or Netflix. Which side will you choose in the coming war? Um, I guess I choose Netflix. Oh, no. I meant Game Pass. I was like, Game Pass is like oh, Netflix yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> not, everyone. Not I love Disney's that. Like, gonna buy everything. <laughs> Disney's gonna buy everything. Well, they I could. love that. Like, we saw the way that like these streaming services have kind of rat fucked the film and television industry, and video games was like, what if we got in on that? <laughs> Can we get some of that over here? Uh, anyway, it's gonna be fun. Uh, not that I don't pay ten dollars a month for Game Pass because I do. Uh, so suck anyway. it, nerd. So says, suck it. Probably. So next week is Bracket Week. <laughs> Bring your fucking ball caps, sports fans, and uh, and then and then we're and then we're fucking doing some goddamn Mythic Quest, and it's gonna be fucking delightful. <laughs> it's gonna be a goddamn delight. Groovy. And uh, oh, yeah. until next time, toss a coin to me, Patreon.com. Such TV's Kevin. Does <laughs> does going to your podcast host and editor, patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. I forgot to do plugs. You got plugs? I know. Absolutely nothing. I'm, I'm sorry. a teacher I'm now. That's it. I'm wiped. Go watch Virtuosity. <laughs> That's my plug. <laughs> uh, Paramount Plus, yes. go watch Virtuosity. <laughs> and then if you if you got more bite, watch the cell, baby. And uh toss a coin <laughs> to your editor. Oh, plenty. I see. Yes. Burn, butcher, burn. <laughs>
That was his other song. That was his B side. Yes. On my yes. Every, everybody year. wants to see his B side. Hey, he's a handsome boy. What can I say? I find it There's weird. He's walking down with a, with a leather trench coat and his abs are out. And I was like, "Excuse me, I'm like, you drink and make me. music. Why don't you look like Jack Black?" <laughs> That's what I'm saying a little bit. And, you know, like nothing against Joey Beatty. Like obviously, like you know, be you're an actor. You have to generally yeah. you have to be fit. But it is weird that Yaskier is like fucking cut. It's weird. I mean, but whatever. Good for him. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm but not also mad. confused by it. But yeah, he should be a little more Bacchus-like. You know what I mean? Tell your friends about this show. Rocco's not alive! <laughs> <laughs>